Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. And, uh, this is going to be a crappy episode. Not that in it sucks, but more in we're dealing with literal crap. Um... Because the episode that I'm reviewing this week is Turd Burglars. Where, uh, yeah, we're talking about shit. <laughs> Literal shit. Um, I, I, I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing to build this episode up. <laughs> oh... This just goes to show you how good of an episode this is uh, going to be here. <laughs> it really is. I've got nothing. Alright, so you know what? Instead of you hearing me laugh for a few more seconds, let's just dive into this episode. Uh, here is Turd Burglars. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on November 27th, 2019. Now, I I'm going to point this out right now. That is Thanksgiving Eve. Yes, we have a very rare Thanksgiving Eve South Park episode. Remember that when we get to post-show notes. Well, for the second episode in a row, we have... A brand new South Park theme. Let's listen. Okay, so before I lose the, uh, the the chance to look at the picture again, I want to point out the majority of the women that are there in, in the intro. So, you have uh, Sheila, Butter's mom, uh, Sharon, Cartman's mom, Kenny's mom, the mayor... Clyde's mom, strong woman, Timmy's mom, Wendy's mom, among other females in the group. And also and also Tweak's mom is there as well. Alright, so our episode begins at the local community center where Sheila is giving a speech. And during the middle of the speech, she starts to not feel well. It is to the point where she starts throwing up and she starts shitting all over. I wish I could say I was lying if you've never seen the episode, but I'm not. She is shown shitting literally everywhere. 
So she ends up going to the hospital. And only Kyle and Ike are there. Where the hell is Gerald? I mean, look, I know I despise him after everything in season 20, but where the hell is Gerald? But anyway, um, this is where we're going to learn about fecal transplant. And yes, folks, it is a real thing. Hello, boys. Your mommy has a bacterial infection called C. diff. It's very contagious. A bacterial infection? In her stomach? All of us have trillions of microscopic critters that grow on and inside our bodies. Just like your mom. There's tiny creatures which live in your mom's skin, on her eyelashes, in her vagina. But the good bacteria in mommy's tummy are being overrun by bad bacteria. We can't use antibiotics because that will kill all the good bacteria, too. So what can you do for her? We need to take a healthy person's microbiome and start to grow it inside your mother. We do this with a fecal transplant. We'll get a donor's feces, mix it with water, and put it up your mom's anus. Ew! Your mom is tough, kids. We're going to do the very best we can. Try not to worry. Ike, if mom lives, we can't let anyone ever know about this. Okay, I'm, I'm going to pause it right there. Because I don't believe I'm doing this. I'm going to talk about C. diff. C. diff, or known as Clostridiodis difficile infection, also known as Clostridium difficile infection, is a symptomatic infection due to the spore-forming bacteria. Symptoms include watery diarrhea, fever, nausea, and abdominal pain. It makes up 20 per, about 20% of cases of antibiotic-associated diarrhea. Antibiotics can contribute to detrimental changes in gut microbiota. Specifically, they decrease short-chain fatty acid absorp absorption, which results in osmotic or watery diarrhea. Complications may include pseudomembranous colitis, toxic megacolon, perforation of the colon, and sepsis. Um, I'm trying to see if maybe there's famous people that have it. I'm going to say no. Um, yeah, that's really about as much as I'm going to say, because I really don't want you guys to freak the hell out. Although there have been notable outbreaks of it in Canada, the UK, um, Sweden. It, it affects a lot of people. So New Zealand as well. So, okay. So remember... What was just said a couple of seconds ago? Kyle said to Ike, if mom gets through this, we are not to tell anyone. Well, that's great and all, except no one told Sheila that. Oh, yeah. 
grocery shopping. I'm buying more for the people I love. Sheila? Oh, hi, Laura. My goodness, look at you. I, I thought you were sick. I was, but I had an amazing procedure. No, 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 mommy, no, 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 no. I had a fecal transplant. Oh, God damn it. You had a what? A fecal transplant. It's when they take the feces of a healthy donor and place it in your anus. I feel like a million dollars. Sheila, is that you? I thought you were sick. I was, but I had a fecal transplant. <laughs> I'm telling you girls, it solved every problem I've ever had. I've lost weight. I have more energy. I even think my arthritis is clearing up. Well, that certainly is interesting. <laughs> Looking great, Sheila. Thanks, Janice. Fecal transplant. Oh, my God. Ike's reaction is maybe the best thing about that whole thing. He's like, no, 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 no. And then when she says, he's like, God damn. <laughs> you know, that that's one of those moments. <laughs> that's one of those moments where your mom embarrasses you in front of your friends. But in this situation, Ike's friends are nowhere to be found. They're just, you know, it's like, ah, oh, shit, I gotta hear this. <laughs> I got a fecal transplant. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So believe it or not, I'm going to the very next scene. And I, again, you guys know this. I don't do this very often. Kyle gets a DVD. Um, that's all I'm going to say is Kyle got a DVD. God if you're watching this video, then your mom probably had a fecal transplant. And the one question on your mind is most likely, how do I keep my friends from ripping on me? Yes! People make fun of what they don't understand. So let's learn why your mom had a fecal transplant. It was to replace her microbiome. Germs, bugs, thousands of organisms are all around you all the time. That remote control you're holding. It's teeming with life, bacteria and other organisms. <laughs> they also live on your clothes. Yes. Small organisms are everywhere. Now, scratch your balls. Go on. If you don't have balls, scratch whatever else might be down there. Now, smell your fingers. That smell is millions of living organisms that you've just scraped from your crotch and are now going up inside your nostrils. Your microbiome. Ew! Creatures live in your teeth. They live on your eyelashes, on your skin, and trillions and trillions live inside your body. In fact, of all the cells in your body, only half are human cells. The other half are all microscopic organisms. Remember, this episode aired on Thanksgiving Eve. I'm sure some of you really sick people thought it was a great idea to play this episode during Thanksgiving dinner. Sick bastards. Anyway, so 
that night, Kyle has a hard time getting to sleep because he's thinking about, you know, the, the, the microorganisms and all that. And during all this, he sees a bookcase. What is the bookcase for? We don't know. So Kyle meets up with the guys and he tells them that his mom had this, you know, the process, the fecal transplant, which Cartman breaks out laughing. When all of a sudden, one of Sheila's friends, Harriet Biggle, walks by and tries to bribe Kyle into getting her her mom or his mom's shit. If he does it, in return, she will give him a copy of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which, don't worry, I'll get to it in a couple of minutes. So Kyle denies doing it, or is like, I won't do it, and the boys are like, what are you doing? We're not... We're not going to get this game until, like, Christmas. Come on, let's do it. And Kyle's like, no, forget it. So that night, we see Sheila going to the bathroom. And in the basement, Stan, Cartman, and Kenny working on the pipe. They have a bucket. They're getting ready to catch Sheila's shit. So, Kyle catches them. They try to deny him. We see the fecal going down the pipe. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, while at lunch, they're, they're having lunch, and, you know, Sheila's very excited about all this, and she takes a call from Kyle, and one of them's like, that cunt, how dare she, you know, not share her poop with us? I don't know if you should be doing that, honestly. I mean, really, I don't think you should be doing that. So, we come back and we find out that Harriet had the procedure. But it's a DIY procedure. Yeah, not really the, uh best idea. So, Sheila warns the other ladies, you know, you probably shouldn't do that because of the bacteria and stuff. So, Kyle goes to the doctor and he has his talk about the, the micro, you know, organisms and all that. And he talks about, you know, the poo and you hear the doctor talking in his head. He's like, Spice melange. They want the spice melange. So we go to the school, and Mr. Mackey has a talk with the boys, you know, asking them if they were the ones who stole Sheila's poop, being called turd burglars. And they deny doing it. And Mr. Mackey's like, you know, I could reward you. I could get you each copy of uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, okay? If you do it for me. And then you hear, Spice Melange. Okay, so let's talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order real quick before uh, continuing this episode. Oh, yeah, I gotta continue this episode. 
Um, so it came out on the PS4, Windows, and Xbox One on November 15th, 2019. Came out on Stadia, November 24th, 2020. And the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S on June 11th, 2021. It is an action-adventure game developed by Respawn Entertainment and published by Electronic Arts. The story is set in the Star Wars universe five years after Revenge of the Sith. It follows Jedi Padawan Cal Kestis, who becomes a target of the Galactic Empire and is hunted throughout the galaxy by the Imperial Inquisitors while attempting to complete his training, reconcile with his troubled past, and rebuild the fallen Jedi Order. The player can use Kestis's lightsaber and force powers to defeat enemies, including stormtroopers, wild beasts, and bounty hunters. The game adopts a Metroid Metroidvania style of level design, where new areas are accessed as Cal unlocks skills and abilities. So, uh, what did the critics think of this game? Well, it got a pretty respectable score on Metacritic, um, the best one being PC and the Xbox One getting an 81 out of 100. The PS4 got a 79 out of 100, which really isn't that bad. Um, <clears throat> the closest any of these ratings get, like, a perfect rating is from IGN. They gave this game a 9 out of 10, with GamesRadar Plus and VG247 giving it 4 out of 5 stars. Now... At the Game Critics Award, it is nominated for three awards, does not win, however. They get nominated for Best of Show, Best Console Game, and Best Action Adventure Game. Meanwhile, at the Titanium Awards, the three categories they are nominated for, they sweep the board. Game of the Year, Best Game Design, Best Adventure Game. Um... Other awards that they get nominated for or win include the New York Game Awards, the Guild of Music Supervisors Awards, the 23rd Annual Dice Awards, the Navigator Awards, the Pegasus Awards, the SXSW Gaming Awards, the British Academy Games Awards, the Gang Awards, the ASCAP Composers Choice Awards, the Game Awards 2020, and the Society of Composers and Lyricists Awards. In January 2022, Respawn confirmed it was developing a sequel to the game with Stig Osmussen returning as director. Titled Star Wars Jedi Survivor, it was unveiled, unveiled in May and was released in April 2023 for the PS5, Windows, and Xbox Series XS. Respawn collaborated with Lucasfilms Games for the sequel, which is set five years after Fallen Order. A tie-in novel titled Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars was released on March 7th, 2023. The book was written by Sam Maggs and bridges the events between Fallen Order and Survivor. Alright, so now that we have that, uh, let's get back to the episode. And we get this weird next part because well, they're thinking that this spice melange could be Tom Brady's poop. So Tom Brady, after a game, goes to a press conference 
and then he starts to take questions. Questions? Yeah. Can we have your poop? No, guys, I'm not going to take any requests for my microbiome. I just want to focus on the team. We're 10 and 1 now, you know, but we can't let up. Yeah. Please, can we have your poop? Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to stay out here, you guys. It's just, does anyone have a real question? Tom, after you leave here, are you going to go eat somewhere or go right home? No, and have a no. See, I'm not going to tell you guys where I'm going because then you're all going to try and follow me into the bathroom. You're not taking my feces, so unless you have a football question, we're done here. Can we buy your poop? Can we buy your poop? <laughs> I like how that said. Can we buy your poop? Okay, so as that's happening, the boys come up with a new plan. The plan is that Kenny is a dying child because, you know, why not Kenny? Kenny died every episode for like five seasons. And they just want to meet Tom Brady. And they figure if we get in, we can find a way to, you know, get his shit, you know, and all that. So the publicist is thinking maybe they know, you know, about the spice melange. So, Sheila is having lunch with the girls at the restaurant again when Harriet comes in and she has puke all over her. All over her. And she starts to throw up and shit. And then the other girls start to throw up and shit. Why? Because, as you know or figured out, Harriet stole Sheila's shit. The other girls stole the shit that Harriet was using. And how did they do this DIY procedure, you ask? They used a turkey baster. Again, you can play this on Thanksgiving. I, I'm sure your family will love you for playing this during Thanksgiving dinner. So they end up throwing up on people, shitting all over the place. And it gets to a point where a lot of people are in the hospital and there could be some serious ramifications. So we come back from commercial and we see this worm coming out of the sand. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is maybe for Star Wars, but it's actually... A piece of shit. Tom Brady took shit. So, Carmen, Stan, and Kenny get to the house, and we get a very good, funny moment of them talking to themselves. It's really good. Uh, let, let's play the clip. Hello, ma'am. We are the darling children whose dying friend is all set to meet Tom Brady. I am Mabel Gonzalez, the house. They're here for the spice. I can sense it. I wonder why everyone keeps taking really long pauses after they talk. People just keep looking at me like I'm supposed to say something. Why did I agree to this? I don't even have a machine to play Fallen Order on. <laughs> I love that! Why did I volunteer for this? I don't even have the machine to play the game on. <laughs> So, they are eventually let in. So, uh, Detective Yates is told by the doctor that 
you know, because everyone took all of the, you know, the poop and then inserted it themselves, that if they can't find a donor, then these people are probably going to die. And they ex- and the doctor explains that because the turkey baster gets used gets used only one time a year, which is Thanksgiving, that the rest of the year the baster is just basically collecting germs and dust and that's kind of what's really in the turkey baster. <laughs> okay. So we go back to Tom Brady's house. There's a sports reporter there. There's a family there with a little girl who's dying, even though she doesn't know that it's not really true that she's dying. She thinks she's dying. Anyway. So Tom Brady comes in, and the reporter's like, Ah! You stay right there! I'm coming to get his poop! And Brady's like, Okay. Everybody out. Just please. Just leave. Just just go. Everybody leave. And then all of a sudden, here comes Kyle. He has a second dream in this episode. And it goes back to the bookcase. So... Kyle has these glowing blue eyes. Like, they're glowing. And he sees everybody, and, you know, they got the little microorganisms on them. And he keeps saying, bookcase, bookcase. So he goes to the bookcase, finds a button, pushes it, and it unlocks a secret kind of like cabinet of Tom Brady's shit. And Tom Brady basically explains, look, people kept trying to, you know, get it through the pipes for years. So I decided not to flush and I kept my shit in a jar and just, left it here and the people like oh my gosh there's so many of them we could use it and save people's lives and blah 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 so then the boys have a sample it gets put into a blender I'm, I'm not kidding it gets put in a blender and the doctor you know gets the the the, the thrill or the fill in shoves it in a lady's ass pushes it in and basically because of the of the of this turd and all the other turds, it saves everyone. And then the girls apologize to Sheila for what they had done. And we end the episode with uh, Detective Yates saying, "Well, one for the ladies is one too many for the ladies." <laughs> and that is the end of Turd Burglar. It's almost like going through a nightmare, but it's a funny nightmare. Okay. This may be one of the most disgusting episodes of South Park ever. Maybe one of the most. But there are some funny moments in this episode. There really are. I'm gonna give this an 8 out of 10. It's just a really good episode. <laughs>
Um, all right, so let, let, let's get to the cultural references. So let's start off with spice melange. All right. So melange, often referred to as the spice, is the fictional psychedelic drug central to the Dune series of science fiction novels by Frank Herbert and derivative works. In the series, the most essential and valuable commodity in the universe is melange, a drug that gives the user a longer lifespan, greater vitality, and heightened awareness. In some humans, the spice can also unlock prescience, a form of precog precognition based in genetics, but made possible by use of the drug in larger dosages. Among other functions, prescience makes safe and accurate interstellar travel possible. However, melange is also highly addictive and withdrawal is fatal. Harvesting melange is also hazardous in the extreme as its only known source is the harsh des desert planet Arrakis and melange deposits are guarded by giant sandworms. Okay, so along with the spice melange, Kyle's blue eyes and the, visual the visualization of Tom Brady's defecation to look like a giant worm rising out of a desert landscape are references from the novel Dune. The inner dialogue used by many of the characters is a reference to the 1984 film adaptation of the novel where it was used for direct exposition to the audience to help drive the plot and thus shorten the running time. So quickly, the, the 1984 movie Dune, directed by David Lynch, uh... I'll mention some of the names. Uh, Francesca Annis, Leonardo Samino, Brad Dourif, Jose Farrar, Linda Hunt. And then there are some other people I, I don't think they're ever going to make it. Patrick Stewart, Sting, Max von Sydow. I, I, I don't think they're going to make it. So this uh, has a running time of 137 minutes had a budget of 40 to 42 million dollars in North America it brought in somewhere between 30.9 and 37.9 million dollars so in North America this is kind of a flop if you think about it um, we don't have the rest of the world, but, um, because sometimes we do and we don't. But I do want to read what Siskel and Ebert thought of this movie. So Roger Ebert gave this movie one star out of four and wrote, This movie is a real mess. An incomprehensible, ugly, unstructured, pointless excursion into the murkier realms of one of the most confusing screenplays of all time. The movie's plot will no doubt mean more to people who've read Herbert than, than to those who are walking in cold and later named it the worst movie of the year. On at the movies with Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert, Siskel began his review by saying, It's physically ugly. It contains at least a dozen gory gross-out scenes. Some of its special effects are cheap. Surprisingly cheap because this film cost a reported 40 to 45 million dollars. 
and its story is confusing beyond belief. In case I haven't made myself clear, I hated watching this film. The film was later listed as the worst film of 1984 and the biggest disappointment of the year in their stinkers of 1984 episode. Um, as far as the Academy Award... It got one nomination. One nomination for Best Sound. Yep. Best Sound, folks. And do you want to take a guess? Anybody want to take a guess? It didn't win. The winner, Amadeus, which is a hell of a movie. If you've never seen Amadeus, I, I definitely recommend going to see the movie. Okay. So, I want to backtrack to the air date of this episode. November 27th, 2019. As I pointed out in the beginning of this review, it is Thanksgiving Eve. Why do I mention all this? This episode garnered 660,000 viewers on its first U.S. airing the lowest audience ever recorded for a South Park episode. 660,000 is the lowest audience ever for a first airing of South Park. Um, I'm just going to say timing was the issue on this one. You air the episode on Thanksgiving Eve when people are traveling or are out at the bar, or are sleeping, or are getting prepared for Thanksgiving, yeah, bad time for this episode to air. But I'll tell you what, those 660,000, they saw quite an episode. Uh, Jesse Shadeen of IGN gave this a 9.7 out of 10. Standing in his review... South Park may not be as consistent as it once was, but the series can still deliver episodes that rival the best of its golden years. By combining a classic format with hilarious poop jokes and the most bizarrely entrancing, do and, yeah, entrancing Dune parody imaginable, this episode hits all the right notes. Joe Matar of Den of Geek gave this 3 out of 5 stars, stating... It's not a particularly bad episode. In fact, in what has been a largely boring, unfunny season... Dude, where have you been? It's probably the best one so far. Still, in the end, like so many South Park episodes, how much you enjoy yourself will depend on how much you're into the running gags that get repeated again and again throughout. In this case... Those gags are a Dune reference and women puking and shitting a lot. For me, this stuff has had diminishing returns. I'd rate Turd Burglars somewhere between meh and fine. And Stephanie Williams of the AV Club gave this a B, saying in her review, The ladies received the same power as the men of South Park, and that's shitty power. No pun intended. Alright, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this episode. 2,000 people have 
giving this episode a rating. And the IMDb rating for Turd Burglars is a 7.5 out of 10. So to break it down, 536 people gave this episode an 8. That's the score I'm going with this week. 360 people gave it a 10. And 60 people gave it a 1. So we're not quite at the 8 ballpark, but we're, we're, we're getting there, folks. We are getting there. Alright, now to user reviews of this episode. As soon as this loads up, going to start with Rekno64, who wrote, South Park is known for being extremely crass. This episode might be the most crass of all, though. God damn, I normally loathe potty humor, especially to an excessive degree like here. But it worked. I laughed so much during this episode, I nearly crapped myself laughing. Oh, who am I kidding? I did crap myself many times. <laughs> God. So dumb, so crass, so gross, but it kept me entertained thoroughly. Just see it if, you're, if you can stomach it. Stomach it. When Ike was covering his head with a bag of potato chips was when I was laughing the hardest. Pretty much felt like Ike the whole episode, yet I watched the whole thing. Uh, next review is from Liam CG, who wrote, Loved this episode, best of the season so far. It's really nice to have an episode where the boys play a big part in it again. Plenty of funny moments, good, silly plot, where the speed just felt spot on. Really excited for the last two episodes of the season now. Hoping they go back to these standalone episodes now with some three-part episodes sprinkled in here and there. I think it's where Trey and Matt excel at, and they've clearly been listening to what fans have been saying. Alright, uh, another review is from Zorkless, who wrote, This felt like a return to the South Park I grew up loving. No Randy Marsh, building the world by focusing on an interesting premise, and being educational. Kind of. <laughs> uh, do we have any negative reviews? I'm, I'm going to be interested. Okay, we do have one. This is from Charlie the Tuna 51367. Sheila has a fecal transplant. Until here was okay, until here was okay, and I thought this could be good. I was so wrong. All oh, the episode is gross and unfunny. Don't watch it. All right. Uh this one is from the Pichuan the Pichuandre Ico show. Hope I pronounced that right. First off, I thought this episode would be about Shelly. LOL. But the seriously, what's with all the tens and nines this episode isn't that good. It revolves around the moms trying to steal the poop of Sheila, which is already disgusting. And the second half of the episode is just everyone trying to get Tom Brady's poop, and the part with Butter's mom and Craig's mom at the dinner makes me feel sick to my stomach every time I think of the scene. Also, I never really liked humor that's, a, that's about poop, so this episode is already a bad one for me. But I will give the episode this. I love the Kyle side plot. It's honestly relatable with how I felt. I figured out there were live organisms in my body. But the mom's side plot just ruins the episode. 
I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, let, let's get a couple more. Uh, Smiles the Rockstar. The synopsis is that Sheila Broflovsky gets a fecal transplant to cure her disease, which leads to Stan, Cartman, and Kenny try to steal feces from her and Tom Brady, and Kyle becoming a germaphobe. This is the first episode this season to really feel like classic South Park. Definitely better than last week's episode. The new intro is really creative. This is the third new intro they have made this season, and if they make new intros for the next two, I'm honestly okay with that. The main plot with Sheila's fecal transplant is interesting, yet kind of disgusting. Before watching this episode, I didn't even know what a fecal transplant was. I thought they were making the whole thing up until I googled it. There are no graphic images. This enhances the episode because similar to last week's episode, it is tackling recent issues that don't get represented in the media. I really like that about this show because it makes me more vocal about these kinds of issues in the real world. Not necessarily disgusting ones like fecal transplants. This was the plot that really affected me the most. The second plot is where Stan, Carmen, and Kenny try to steal Sheila's feces to get a copy of Jedi Fallen Order. It was extremely nostalgic to see the boys do crazy things together. I like how Kenny plays a major role in this plot since he is one of the least focused characters of the modern seasons. This plot was definitely the best part of the episode. The plot with Kyle becoming a germaphobe was fairly odd, but an alright C-plot. I really wasn't disgusted by it because I learned what germs were in kindergarten. I like how the animators really went creative with the animation in the scene, where Kyle realizes that his microbiomes are a part of him and starts to get superpowers. This reminds me of when Kyle gains superpowers after he questions his existence in the Tooth Fairy's Tats 2000. Overall, Turd Burglars is by far my second favorite episode this season. First is Let Them Eat Goo. Hopefully Matt and Trey will continue to make episodes like these. Alright, let's read two more here and then we will end. Uh, Eric Stevenson writes, Hmm, thought this would be an episode focusing on the PC babies. It seems like they're using every intro they can nowadays. This episode features Sheila getting a fecal transplant. Yes, that is in fact a real thing. I don't know if it's in the news lately, but we could count on South Park to be topical. I was wishing they'd connect it to Thanksgiving. They did. Turns out the women have been using turkey basters to give themselves fecal transplants, transplants which collect bacteria. The funniest part is when the boys are thinking to themselves, I especially love hearing Kenny's real voice. Only this time, his face wasn't shown. It definitely got dark, and I'm glad everyone or everything was resolved in the end. Alright, uh, last one is from Zoltan-Ease, who wrote, Returning to basic toilet humor, literally, is great. With a, spink, with a sprinkle of my favorite sci-fi franchise, made this episode really great. First, I heard Spice. I didn't know what was it. But when Kyle Atreides appeared, I was laughing so hard, I fell from the chair. Also, the music was spot on during the Dune scenes. So, um, I'm, I'm going to admit this before wrapping up the, the episode for the week. When Fro and I gave our thoughts on this episode 
four, almost four and a half years ago. This was the first time I learned that a fecal transplant actually existed. <laughs> like, this was a real thing. And then, at the end of our thoughts, Fro sends me a picture of, like, part of the transplant, and it was just absolutely disgusting. Fro, uh, you're, you get one butt whooping from me someday. Remember that. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you would like to follow the show on social media, you can follow us on Twitter, SharksPond97. Follow us on Instagram, SharksPond Podcast. And join our Facebook group, SharksPond, a South Park podcast, where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they come up, future episodes. And don't forget to check out our friends at SMB, a South Park review, where they discuss classic South Park episodes. All right, next time around, Scott Malkinson gets his own episode. God bless him. But he's going to be dealing with a serious topic, a topic that still still goes on to this day. Should we keep or should we get rid of cable? Because the next episode is Basic Cable. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill, and please don't give yourself any DIY fecal transplants. It, it's just going to end up really bad. <laughs>